friend. Welcome to Pink Girl Podcast. I'm your host, Alicia Clayton. This is the show where we talk about working moms, women, and all things girl power. Hi, welcome to the episode. Today I have Lori Hildebrand. She is a business strategist and networker good friend of mine. She helped me get started in my own business. Bless you. So (laughs) excited to have you here. So maybe just give an introduction, um, what you do and how you started in your own business. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks for having me, Alicia. I love seeing you build your business. I said I was here with you from the beginning and the way that you've grown and morphed has been awesome. Oh, you're so nice. I love seeing what you're doing. But yeah, my history. So just briefly, I started, uh, I, I was through all my 20s, I was a stock and bond trader and wealth planner and kind of got into that fast pace, fast paced world when I was 20 and um, loved it. I loved being mm. in that world and loved um, being a floor trader and not, I shouldn't say floor trader. I was, I was not in New York. I was in Salt Lake, <laughs> but I would talk to them and I was, it was that fast paced world and, um, and then moved into, into uh, margin analysis and wealth planning and, yeah. and eventually morphed into training financial advisors within the corporate world. And, and that's where I really learned that I love training. Yeah. I love speaking. I love helping other people and seeing them grow and make a difference. And some of those brokers started asking me to teach and train them on the side. And mm-hmm. I'm like, well, sure, I can do that. And, uh, and it just, it launched me into something new that I never thought I would yeah. and something I didn't realize I enjoyed. And so uh, in 2012, I, I suddenly had divorce uh, that kind of came out of nowhere. It yeah. was it was um, unexpected. And I had young kids. So they were three and three and seven at the time. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, you know, just like all sane, newly divorced people, you go through a lot of changes. <laughs> and I decided to leave my cushy six figure job uh, in the corporate world and and give it a shot and yeah. I wanted to be you know wanted to do more and help more people and and be out of the corporates by that time like I said I had my kids I was they were in school we were starting to do do you know I just wanted to be around for them a little more and yeah since yeah. I was now a single parent I was figuring that out and <laughs> how to run their lives in my life and you know why not start a new business at the same time <laughs> that's normal bring it on <laughs> bring it on we can do everything and you know that same year I decided to travel internationally for the first time that's too right. <laughs> So it was all at once. Sure, I'll go to Kenya, Africa. Sure, I'll start my own business. Sure. Well, and I love how like one of your tips you share, like if you're going through a divorce, don't make any big purchases. Don't make major, major, major changes. Don't make make big purchases. So do what I say, not what I do. (laughs) Although at the time, yeah, it was. It was what I needed. Of course, right? it was what so it cool. was. It was what was necessary. It was it was really good growth, and and I figured the industry I was in. You know, if I fail miserably at this whole business thing, I can always go yeah. back and get a job. I'm yeah. qualified. I can do this, and so uh, yeah. It, this is now six years later, wow. and here I am. And it's it's not been peachy the whole time. I'm not gonna lie. Sure. It's up and down, um, but man, do I love it. I love seeing women grow and and I said I I kind of morphed from teaching and training financial advisors to now women in all industries in all yeah. areas who are in that beginning stage 
or even not necessarily beginning stage, but in a stage where they're kind of tired of not making money. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They, they've maybe been in business, but it's really been an expensive hobby. Yeah. Yeah. That I think a lot of us can relate to. Right. <laughs> and actually getting out of that cycle and yeah. really stepping into the CEO hat of your business and, yeah. and moving forward. Well, I keep hearing that too in like any training I go to, like, is this a hobby or is right. this? And I always cringe. I'm like, I don't want it to be a hobby. <laughs> I'm trying so hard. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, and but you're very you're spending, good at, yeah. you're very good at that. You're very good at helping women with inconsistent income yeah. and finding, finding, finding that consistency. To, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and it comes down to systems and paying mm-hmm. attention, right? Really knowing what it costs to run your business. What does it cost to run your life? How does it relate, right? Yeah. And making sure that your business, not necessarily you, is the engine that's creating the, the money, Yeah. right? And creating the system so that you ultimately can work less, can enjoy your life more, but yeah. still have that consistent income coming in and growing and, and supporting you the way you choose. Yeah. And I never put a number on it. You know, everybody's number is different. Everybody's business yeah. is different. So you'll hear people say, I want, you know, everyone should be a millionaire. Well, that's not necessarily true. No, no. It's the income, the cash flow that we want to focus on, right? Yeah. And how you're going to continue to create income and how your business is supporting you. Um, but that's what I want women to really understand is, is stepping away from the what you do to how you're going to create more of it. Love that. Love that. And you also run Utah Leading Ladies. So maybe talk a little bit about yeah. how you got started with that. Yeah, absolutely. So Utah Leading Ladies that is now growing to Leading Ladies USA. Uh, we Yay. started that in March, right? <laughs> I know. So it is now uh, a two-year-old little toddler of a business. <laughs> so this this month that, that we're recording this is actually our two-year anniversary. So it started in March of 2018, really as a way, because at that time, I was working out of my home office and 95% of the clients I was working with were outside of my my area. They were across the country and I had a couple mm-hmm. people uh, in London and um, but mostly, oh, wow. you know, just across the states. And I wasn't out in my community a whole lot. Mm-hmm. I had run networking groups in the past. I'd done events in the past, but I had stepped away and I'm like, you know, I really kind of miss my backyard and just put this together and gathered a few people. We had, I think we had 18 people at that first event. Okay, that's awesome. It was, it was awesome. And it's just grown and grown and grown since then. And now I'm like, this is such a fantastic way to connect women and yeah. um, really have the education piece and, and collaborate with with so many people who have so many skills to really help people move forward in a structured way. So we have those introverts that feel safe that that feel because it's it's structured but we have the the space for extroverts who can chat as well so it's really a space for whatever personality type you are um yeah yeah. because how many did we have at our last so the last meeting we had we had close it was a snowstorm so we we a few people got stuck in the snowstorm, yeah. but we still had about 45 people. Yeah, and we've had close were there. to, haven't we gotten close to 80 before? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, like in yep. the room? Like our Christmas ones, our yeah. big ones. So it's, awesome. it's a great group. And we're like, so we're launching a virtual chapter here shortly. Uh, we're going to be creating space in other states so that it does become something That's that awesome. um, women can really connect with each other, whether they're a local business or not. 
it's you never know what's going to come of a relationship. So if you're a real estate agent, all people say, well, it doesn't matter if I network in another state. Actually, it does. You may get find mentors somewhere right. else. You may find um, joint venture partners. You may find somebody who says, oh, my gosh, my sister is moving to your area. She needs I need to refer her to you. Right. right. You never you never know where those conversations will leave. And I really want women to understand that that's the bigger the bigger picture of your business, not just who in this room can be my next client. Right. It's those right. bigger marathon, long-term relationships that really do make a difference. And that's honestly how I built my business over the last seven years is networking. Yeah. Well, and you're I, a master networker. And so I think it's awesome yeah. that you've really honed in to like your zone of genius. Well, and I love to the education part. You yeah. always bring in a speaker who educates about some right type of business, whether right. that's social media or marketing or some piece right right and we yeah we bring in people who we like to alternate either some sort of personal development Mm -hmm. or some sort of business development to create that whole life growth so we're always learning something new and connecting from with other people um but putting a spin of action on it right because knowledge is nothing without action and we want you to be able to put something in place to really make a difference and yeah. what what could be changed this week or this month to do something different in your life and move forward and I said my life you know less than a decade ago was completely different than what my life is now yeah and if I had allowed myself to be in victim mode I never would have been in this position right it really takes people and I I am a self-proclaimed introvert I love my quiet time I have to re-energize I love my quiet time <laughs> which I would never think I know that you're right? an introvert <laughs> I know but a lot That's of awesome. introverts are actually really good in front of a room yeah and it's really hard to walk into a room of strangers mm. so I fully understand that so the way I've created networking even is to support that and be really welcoming and if you're scared and you're nervous come to one of our events and and you won't be disappointed you'll be you'll be welcomed by different personalities or people who are there looking for you and want you to be there well Um, and i never get the competitive feel when i'm in the room it's always very supportive and the tribe feel and i just women helping women yeah that and that's really like i said that's how i've built my entire life and my business up to this point is reaching out and being brave and talking to new people and getting to know them. And things have come at me. I mean, I've been connected to some of the biggest people on stages simply because, hey, I want to introduce you to this person. And I, you know, I worked with this person for a while and I think that you would be a really good fit here. And these are places and people that I would never would have done on my own, but it's networking and it's not ever expecting anything back, but man, things just come out of the blue. And try not to burn bridges, right? I love that. Yeah. Just, yeah, you never know. Becoming friends and helping each other. Yeah. And helping each other, giving referrals, sharing that, making sure you're giving Mm -hmm. back and you're, you're connecting people, taking that extra step. Um, that will make a difference in your business. Absolutely. But it is really making sure that you're having and letting people know too what you're an expert in. Yeah. Right. If you show up and you're in just a constant giving mode, but you never actually say, here's my expertise. Here's what I'm really good at. Yeah. They they don't know how to refer you either, right, right? Right. So it's not salesy. It's not. It's just I am the expert in this, and really standing in your own, yeah. and knowing that you are that expert, and you can be that person in your industry or in that space that you're in, whatever whatever it looks like. But if they don't know what you are and what your expertise is and who would be a good referral, no one's going to refer to you either. So right. you've got to make sure you stand in that space. 
um, but then be an excellent referrer, an excellent giver, and really take care of the people in your community. And it just creates a better tribe, a better yes. support system, and everybody grows together. Well, and you're really good at that. Like, I remember one time you said, I have had so many photo shoots by different <laughs> photographers, like your website, but I love that you, like, yeah. support a lot of women yeah. in photography. So you go with different people for your headshots. For sure, because everybody people. has a different style yeah. and a different... A, a different technique and different personalities and yeah. there's different reasons for different types of yeah so specifically photography there's different reasons so it's great to have an even I tell photographers or makeup artists or real estate like it's okay to know other people in your industry it's yes. not a competition everybody has something unique and it's you that people buy from not your stuff right yeah. Yeah. so even me as a business coach I have a list of other business coaches that I love. So sure. if I'm talking to somebody and I know if I when I have a strategy session with them and I know that they need one particular skill set, they need yeah. to learn, they need to be coached in one area, I will refer them to some, another coach in love my that. my network and say I to really feel like match. Yeah, yeah. It's a better match for what your next need is. Please go work with this person and get what you need now. Let's revisit what I can do later because you'll be in a better position. But let's the point is to move your business forward and that other person will help you with that and that's okay. Yeah. And all of that comes back around. So don't be afraid to refer to people when you know that it will help that client. If you are the one that will help that client, that's okay to say that too. Yeah. And that's, it, I that's love that. the way the world goes around, right? Well, and that's the feel I get in Utah Leading Ladies. It's it's not that cutthroat yeah. women trying to push each other away. Right. It's, it's like, how can we help each other? And you've said before, right. you know, don't be afraid to be sold to. Don't be afraid. You, right. Change your mindset of... Right. Be open. Be open. Yeah. Be yeah. open to conversations. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. We get we get a little bit afraid. Well, if I have this conversation, she's going to hound and harass me. Yeah. And, and some know, people and do. Right. And sometimes people do. Yeah. And that's okay. And that's where your boundaries are. It's like, you know, it's okay to say no, thank you. Right. Right. Love that. But it, you also don't know until you have that conversation. There might be something that somebody has that will solve your problems, that will make such a difference in mm. your world or your child's world or your your neighbor's world or whatever it is, but you don't know until you really it's have that so conversation true. and see, and it's okay for you to have your boundaries. Oh, for sure. And just say, you know, this is not for me right now, but you know, I, it's okay. Yeah. And then hopefully that other person is respectful. Right. Enough to, to and not doing things out of guilt or obligation. No. It's just setting your boundaries, no. but being open. Yeah. But yeah. as long as you have the conversation and you're open to it, mm -hmm. you never know what products or services or information. Like I said, I, my life is completely different and a big part of it is because I've allowed people in That's awesome. and I've allowed people to share with me and give back to me and and I've allowed that yeah but I also give and give and give as well and I reach out to new people and again as an introvert sometimes that can be scary it's hard to walk into a room of new people it's hard to sure. pick up the phone and call people that you don't really know right but if you start doing it it becomes a habit it's a learned skill yeah you can still have your quiet time to, to re-energize, re right? to recharge. <laughs> I always tell my, my boyfriend when I'm done with events or I'm speaking or whatever, I'm just like, I just need my introvert time. I just, yeah. like, I just, I put my headphones on, I'll meditate a little bit. Mm -hmm. I just have my quiet time. I just need to be a little introverty for a little bit. And he understands and he knows and my that's kids awesome. know too. I'm like, that's okay. And then you re-energize and you can go and, and do something more. Yeah. Right? It just clears your yeah. head. Whereas extroverts, they get that energy from being around other people mm -hmm. and that works for them too. Right. So it's just it's just knowing different personality styles and you can show up really well if you've taken care of your natural needs too. Love that. 
Um, you talked a little bit about your kids knowing that, you know, when you need your introvert time, how do you kind of, I know that's like the magic thing we ask all a mompreneurs, right? How do you find the work home balance? Yeah. Like what, what works for you? Yeah. So with me, I think a lot of it is conversation. Mm -hmm. Um, especially, uh, with my office being at home, but that Mm -hmm. doesn't mean I'm always at home. Right. So in fact, recently there was, there was a couple school activities. One was a field trip and another one was, um, was a party or something they were doing at school, and, but I couldn't do both. Right. So part of it is conversation. So I asked my son, I said, okay, here's, we have these two events. I have these conflicts. So I, I want to be there for you. I want you to choose which one is more important to you and Love I will that. be there for you. And he's like, N- easy. I really want you to go on the field trip with me, mom. Those are, those are really fun. I like it when you come with me. This other thing is not really a big deal. It's okay. So, but for me, if mm-hmm. my mom guilt will be like, oh my gosh, I'm missing school stuff, yeah. right? Right. But when I when I have those conversations and I talk to my kids about it, um, they're really open. And I'll tell awesome. them this, like, you guys, this is not me watching TV all day while you're right. at school, as some people <laughs> Eating think. Eating chocolate. Right? Yeah. Like, this is how we keep the lights on. Yeah. This is how I pay for your clothes. This is yeah. how I pay for our life. This is how we pay for trips like Kenya, Africa. This right. is, Right. This is what we do. And so having those conversations, I'll share my goals with my kids. I'll say, okay, guys, here's the goal for the next three months. This is what I'm trying. This is what I'm working for. And part of that means I might be gone one or two evenings. I might have to take a business trip. I might have to do Mm -hmm. these things. Are you guys okay with that? Yeah, this is great, mom. Thanks for letting us know. Love that. Well, it's good for them. Totally. To see you yeah. mm-hmm. working and planning and taking yeah. care of you and your business. It's good for them yeah. to see that model. I to think. see it. Yeah. And, right. And to see that, that there is work that I'm not just sitting on a computer and it pops out money like a ATM <laughs> machine, right? right? Which my 14 year old seemed to think <laughs> happened. And he's like, well, I want to just sit in front of the computer and make money. And you're like, uh, no, like, it well, doesn't work. That's not really, not really what I do. Maybe I've missed the boat on the conversation there. So let's have, let's, let's have revisit. a behind the scenes. Let let's, me tell you about the behind the scenes. Let's revisit what I actually do. Child. So you, yeah, I, that's right. Cause you did take the boys to Kenya with yeah. you. Cause you went back again. Yeah. So yeah. So okay. I went, twice on my own when I was when I was single and and newly divorced I went back the second year because I loved it so much uh and even during that time the kids were little I said this is this is apartment we'll set up schedules we'll set up times they stayed with their dad they were you know it's it it was a big dive at that point I had never been away from my kids for more than yeah two days right and I was gone 14 days yeah but man I tell you what they were fine I was fine. Yes. It was growth. It was great. Yeah. I went again the next year and then I decided, okay, next time I go, I want my kids to be old enough to come experience this with okay, me. Okay, what so was we, that like? So we waited. Yeah. So my youngest was nine. Uh, my oldest was, so he was 12. Okay. Um, awesome. Almost 13. And it was awesome. So it's been a year and a half and they still talk about it. They do. We're, they want to start planning another fundraiser so they can do another project with their school cool. um, and go back again in a year maybe. Um, yeah, it just, it was so unique and be able to travel like that with my kids. So awesome. And I, and again, but to do that, I'm like, that is an experience that I never would have had had I stayed stuck in my rut or been in victim mode. Right. Right. If I was in poor me, look at me, I'm a statistic, I've been, I'm divorced, this was a shock, this was, you know, events happened that I didn't have plan control on, over, I had yep. no control yep. over it, and I could have easily stayed mm-hmm. in, you know, hateful victim mode. I would yeah. have been justified, right? Oh, yeah. It, it would have been justified, people would have been like, you know, but 
I didn't want that for my life. And I right. knew it was hard. I'm not going to, I mean, the first couple of years were hard. It was sad. Mm. It was, it was really, really hard. I can't even it, imagine. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was hard, but you know, to start pulling yourself out of that and really consciously being, I need to be around positive people. I need mm. to, I need to do something different. If you want your life to be different, you have to do something different. Right. Right. And I remember the first time I went was a friend of mine and she was was really blunt. She's like, you just need to get out of your head. Come to Kenya with me. She's wow. like, this is how, come do some service, get out. And I'm like, whatever, I don't have a passport. I've never, you know, been outside of like, I went to Canada barely, like one minute over the border and maybe, <laughs> yeah. maybe to uh, like Cabo. Right, right. <laughs> That's it. I've never, you know, and, but I'm just like, all right, all right, whatever. And it just happened. You're like the wheels just started moving, got my passport, got I got my tax return that year that paid for yeah. my trip, got, you know, all these things that just fell into place because I decided I was going to do something different. It's awesome. And it just creates a ripple effect. So I just, I just invite people, you know, if, if there's something that you're not liking in your business or not liking in your life, something that's not working, just do something different. Even if it's not the, you know what I mean? Like mm. a lot of people are like, well, I don't know how to get to my goal. I don't know how to get there. Sometimes all it takes is getting out of your rut, getting out of what you normally do day to day. And it starts the creative wheels turning, but yeah. do something different. Even if you, you know, if you want to take an art class, if you want to get in your car and go on a little road trip, go, do, you know, do something yeah. different. Love that. And it starts the creativity. You never know who you're going to meet, go to a new networking event, show up somewhere new, Take a different class. Go on meetup. Find a group that might intrigue you. Yeah. Do something different. That's Call yourself a different title. <laughs> change your title. Yeah. Change yeah. the outlook. Change. You know. But but even with that, like, yeah, it's easy to get stuck in. Maybe I should do this. Maybe I should do this. Maybe I should do this. All I'm saying is, if you're not happy with something, shift. Yeah, I love that. And pick a path and continue to follow it. But at the same time, I want you to make money. I want you to build a business. So yeah. picking a path and let's figure out how to monetize it. But how does that relate to your life at the same time? What's different? What needs to happen? Yeah, I love that. And I really attribute a lot of it to being open to people. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so no matter how shy or not shy, introverted, not introverted, right. extroverted, super outgoing, it doesn't matter. It all comes down to people well connecting yeah, yeah exactly connected well and I feel like that is something I totally feel passionate about too because I'm a connector too yeah and I feel like living in three different countries and meeting people all over it's really about the people you connect with yeah it's the friendships you build mm -hmm. it's the well and like you said I don't I can't tell you how many stories I have about people coming full circle in my life where yeah. I'm like who would have thought right. I would be like in mm -hmm. the same room as you 10 years later right. doing something totally different, but I'm so glad like mm -hmm. to reconnect, right. to yeah. reconnect and, and then serve and each other thing, again. Right. Yeah. And when it's something like that, I love asking, what are you excited about? Or what, what's different in your life? Like what, what are you working on right now is a yeah. great question yeah. rather than what do you do? Especially like, what are you those reconnections. On? What are you working on right now? Or what are you excited about? Yeah. Those are great conversations. Then people are like, Oh, well, let me tell you, it's not necessarily their 10 second intro that's robotic. Right. 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 It's, well, here's what I'm excited about right now. This is, and it starts a real conversation of love that, what they really want to do and how yeah. you can potentially help them. That's so great. Well, thank you so much, yeah, Lori. You're welcome. I was going to have you, I mean, I have specific questions about like, 
how can you help someone starting their business? But I feel like you threw that in throughout <laughs> the whole thing. So I really yeah. appreciate you taking the time to share your wealth of knowledge. You're so welcome. It's been I great love doing this. This was fun. Thanks so much. Thanks for listening to Pink Girl Podcast. Join us next time.